0: three two one ghost hey everybody welcome to three two one ghost i'm your host for the silent g kyle joined by my co-host hey natalie how are you
1: hi i'm good i'm excited to talk about this movie hey
0: everybody we're talking about um it follows 2014 horror film uh written directed by david robert mitchell Mm -hmm. um let me look at this cast real quick we've got uh micah monroe in the uh lead role um supported by gero gear kill ah, can't talk here gilcrest there's a lot of k's and g's and back and forth back there so (laughs) sorry sorry Kier. that's true um you got daniel zavato jake weary um olivia de and uh lily sepe s-e-p-e i should really need to practice these ahead of time um but this movie came out, you know, so it's 10 years old. Um, definitely mm-hmm. came out in that wave of, dare I throw the E word around, um, elevated horror.
1: My trigger word.
0: Yeah, I know. It's When did you first watch it? And what were your kind of initial impressions kind of coming into the movie?
1: Okay, so I did not see this in theaters. Um which actually I think is unfortunate because I think it has good scares and I think it would have been fun to see on the big screen. Um, I saw this with you, I believe. You bought this for me, I think for my birthday or something. Um, well, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. On uh, on Blu-ray. And so I still have it. Um and yeah, I think that was the first time that I had seen it. And I think I remember you like speaking pretty highly of it and like it was getting a lot of like praise from critics and you know people in the horror community i was not dazzled by it um the first time i had seen it i rewatched it again maybe a couple years later and i like it again like give it a lot of credit for the scares Um, but even watching it this time, like still, I feel like this movie is really overrated. I'm just going to show my cards really like fast. Like, I think this is a very overrated film and I will explain why, but, um, yeah, I also didn't, I didn't know any of anyone in the cast when I saw this, I didn't recognize anyone. Um, I think the only
0: person I recognized Was um, maybe Keir Gilchrist, or maybe I saw him maybe in this first and then something else afterwards. I think I saw him Um, in this
1: first and then something else afterwards and was like, Oh, I know that guy.
0: Would you believe that he is a vocalist of um, a grindcore band and a death metal band?
1: No, no, I would not. No, it's
0: always, it's always, it's always those quiet ones, yeah. Oh, yeah. i would
1: not have guessed that at all good
0: for him well i mean geez could you guess Why like, didn't i bring up jada jada pinkett's metal band during the Screen yeah. 2 episode go yeah. check them out
1: I, it's i don't know <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> but you know it's the second
1: time you brought it up so you want people to talk about it with you <laughs> it's,
0: it's cool that it exists um so oh, no you're right i i was i was super high on this movie i went and saw it in yeah. theaters when it came out um You know, I I feel like maybe some of the marketing what I heard was just it's always like, oh, this basically this sexually transmitted curse movie, Mm -hmm. which is kind of. That's a fun concept. Yeah, pretty novel. I don't think that Mm -hmm. kind of specific thing would happen before. Um, David Robert Mitchell said it. I think it was just more of like just that that paranoia of just being followed, you know, and Mm -hmm. and maybe kind of built it out for more of these to kind of elaborate on at least this, the sexual piece of this and then kind of some mm-hmm. of the kind of the deeper themes of this movie we can we can touch into but um i would agree it is great in the theater one because the atmosphere is just i think really compelling and
1: yeah i give it i have a pros and cons list for that one that's never this one that's never a good sign but i do have pros
0: <laughs> and then um the soundtrack by yeah. disaster piece which okay i don't know if that's the best name ever it feels a little uh, <laughs> feels a little high school yeah but i like yeah. it you know whatever but the music's fucking great and, it, and mm-hmm. it just with a with a speaker system like that in a movie theater it, yeah it really you feel it a lot more yes. so um but i really have nothing but praise to say about uh the, the music for this movie but yeah i went and saw it and just it I was compelled by it. I thought that the performances were were so strong. And like I said, the the vibe and the mood and the atmosphere, whether that's, you know, the cinematography or the, you know, of course, the overall direction, but like the music as well. And just how mm-hmm. that all just kind of plays together. I was really. Gosh, it felt like I was just kind of like pulled into the. The just dreamy dreary vibe of this movie and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it um and you know me i love a slow burn i'm always about the, mm-hmm. the slower the i don't better. think this
1: one's a slow burn i think it's actually quite like like i feel like it's pretty like consistent actually it's pretty
0: steady i think you're right yeah too. it's like
1: it's, it's like, yeah, yeah it's pretty steady but it doesn't um, have
0: like the mm, i mean gosh i would say even the most like exciting larger set pieces are still kind of yeah quiet you know in and, and subdued in a way but i don't know what were you gonna say yeah
1: i so i definitely agree with you on the score i really really the music in this is so so good that being said it's not good when you're not watching the film so i've listened to this score while like i Again, I've brought this up before. I'll listen to like horror movie scores when I'm like working on something or from typing something, you know, no lyrics, no distractions. And this is hard to listen to because, you know, there's a lot of that like screeching, like like sounds and things like that. Um, so not fun to listen to it on, on its own. But when you're watching it, along with the visuals and like the fear um, that, you know, is in jay's eyes like that is it's very effective so love the score um the other thing i absolutely agree with and this is another thing on my pros list is i also think the cinematography and the atmosphere of this movie is really it's interesting because you feel like you don't know when this is like you can't Mm. put a year on it because like the cars, like if you look at all of the cars, they're all from like different times. Like there's not one, like there's some from the seventies, there's some from the nineties. Like you can place these cars in all different times. And like you said, it has this like very like dreary, foggy, like dreamlike quality to it. Almost like there's, you're never really seeing like bright sun, even when they're on the beach, like Everything is very um, dreary, and I really I like that about it. Um, so that I think is really great. Um, but before we get any further, I was
0: gonna say before you start, I was gonna say before you started talking too much shit on this movie. <laughs> before um, I start talking
1: all my shit, um, this is a
0: this is a fan request. By the way, this
1: is a fan request. Um, shout out to Chris. Um, Chris probably listens to these episodes posted before we even do. Cause you know, we listen to ourselves. Um, and he requested it follows. Um, I'm assuming, I don't know that I asked, um, how terrible that Chris requested this because he loves this movie. So Chris, um, I hope you're listening since we're, we're doing this movie that you requested, I'm I'm sorry in advance for any shit that I talk. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. I <laughs> I'm not sorry.
0: And I'm gonna go ahead and say, Chris, I love you. I got you, and I am prepared to fight her on every Perfect. dumb bullshit thing she's got to say about this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, yes, this movie. You know, I mean, yes, I mean, is it on? a bare level like an allegory for like say you know maybe fear around sexually transmitted diseases
1: which um, i like that aspect
0: which i I like too but i think there's also that larger kind of you know kind of meaning when you talk about sexual assault Mm -hmm. and trauma and how that shit follows you right Mm -hmm. sorry um to be so on the nose about it but like what do you mean? Why the fuck does she say no when they say, let's call the police. Now we know where Hugh or fucking Jeff is, you know, like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? They're not calling the police or what do you mean? They're not showing this and this and this, but I, I I just try to like kind of pause. Whereas like in most slasher, you know, more horror movies, you're always yelling at the characters. Like, why are you doing this fucking dumb thing? Why are you doing this and mm-hmm. this and this? But mm-hmm. when I think about this movie in the context of, you know, Let's let's use you know sexual assault in that form of trauma, and how and and the valid reasons why sometimes that does go underreported, and I think like so some of the choices that I would say normally would be super dumb for this movie, I I give a little bit more grace with because I, I and then you know I don't know I I just think it's it's. Interesting. And 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 that being said, I think the movie, you know, certainly maybe could do more to explore some of these themes, but it's an interesting watch in that regard, you know, when trying to put that new kind of frame on instead of just watching it straight as like a horror movie, like I did the first time, you know, or just, mm-hmm. it's a demon that follows you or whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, the sex that makes it you know, transfer and this and this and this. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I ultimately had a really good time with this movie. Um, Anything you want to share before we kind of hop into it? Because I think this opening is super effective.
1: No, let's hop into it. Let's do it.
0: Dude, so we open like right up and you've got the camera following this girl in the middle of the street. And it's pretty mm-hmm. jarring how that shit opens. One mm-hmm. thing... And you know, when we're talking about the vibe and the setting, this place takes place in Detroit. um and they do what well, was filmed in Detroit, and then they they reference things like, you know, eight mile, you know, you know, the road, not the not the, the movie, not, the, not movie, the movie, not the
1: yeah, not uh m M&M. m <laughs> right, right. And.
0: I forgot where I was going exactly with all of this, but <laughs> the, the taking place like in these suburbs and the way it's shot and the way that this monster, even though it takes a bunch of different forms, like does the slow pace follow on top of the music that's used in certain points, I am getting fucking Halloween vibes like throughout.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't catch that at all.
0: I think just the, again, the kind of the dreariness, it just reminds me of the suburbs of Haddonfield and the way this monster operates and the music. The way the
1: music kicks in at the right times. Yes. Because I think for Halloween, it has the same like effectiveness of when like Michael Myers like appears and is like stalking or, you know, walking slowly towards you the same way this it does. I think they both have really effective use of music, but the opening scene when I first saw it and I saw it out of context, not knowing anything else about the what do we want to call it? Do we want to call it a monster, a demon? Do we just want to call it it?
0: Call it monster. I think yeah, there was.
1: Yeah, so not having any context about it, I liked the opening. But then as the movie progresses, I'm like, tell me, bitch, you have something chasing after you and you're still wearing your fucking stilettos. I would rather be barefoot than be in those stilettos. That is fucking ridiculous. So that bothers me. Then also
0: that choice. I how can't long, argue. How long,
1: how long. Has she been being chased that she's just not investigating? No research montage for her. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to sit my ass on the beach, tell my family I love them, and peace out and wait for this thing to kill me. Like, you have time to research. It's slow moving.
0: When you have no idea what's going on, because we're not provided with any of this. And, and No, one thing, exactly.
1: We're not provided with any context.
0: One thing that I love sometimes in horror movies that I understand. And I mean, it's valid what people hate about certain horror movies. kind of like this one is that you're not provided any answers by the end of this movie. You're not given that montage of looking through and finding out, Oh fuck, maybe 130 years ago, you know, this witch was brought to this fucking spot and hung here. And this is the reason why the old candy shop is haunted. And We need to now just, you know, give her her favorite candy Not the candy shop. Yeah. So (laughs) she can give it to her daughter who she was separated from and break the spirit, you know, as you do in in any of these movies. That's got to be some Disney Channel Halloween movie, right? Um, But you're right. And I I wasn't expecting the level of violence up front. Because Mm, not only- I love that.
1: Love that bent word, that bent word, that backwards bent leg. Oh, oh, yes.
0: Just snapped. And then her other, still leg wearing the heel and then her other like from like the calf down was just ripped off entirely. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know. And then are we clear? And I'm sorry. I, you know, does this thing fuck you to death?
1: Oh, you stole my favorite question. Um, I'm literally sorry. have this written. No, I literally have it written down. Does this thing fuck you to death? <laughs> I had it. I
0: had it written the same way too.
1: Okay, so <laughs> not not to skip ahead, but since we we need to address this, um, one lots of nudity for it, like it's lots of tits out. Which like, can we get some? Can we get some dicks too? Yeah, it's like, like some come dong. on. Like, can you just drag some, some dong dick in? in there. It can be flaccid. It doesn't matter. Just just have it.
0: You had one, yeah. You just could barely tell because it was probably really cold out. um and he had he had a full do you call it a bush on a dude
1: yeah i would okay so he had a real full
0: bush standing on that roof of the house oh yes yes
1: the roof guy you're right the roof guy was naked um but when you have um greg the neighbor who i can't decide is hot or not yet um getting like getting good vibes off of greg um maybe it's the hair but um it's great because it is presenting itself as his mother disrobed and you see her like thrusting on him but that being said she's wearing underwear and he's wearing pants so like it looks like they're fucking but then like not to be disgusting I was kind of disappointed that like they show the shot with the underwear and the pants because I'm like, no, no, it'd be fun if it was fucking to death. Like, how sick is that, that it's his mom fucking him to death? Like, that's pretty fucked up. I think it's implied that it fucks you to death. Like, it feels it feels right. Um So, and, and it's fitting because the way that you have it attached to you is through fucking someone who had fuck someone else that this thing was following so um, i yeah. i would say yes maybe you know anyone else can weigh in on that
0: yeah that opening is pretty jarring and it was pretty good and it sets us up where um you know we don't have to you know go beat for beat necessarily but you know we introduce mm-hmm. ourselves to jay who's our lead character mm-hmm. here um boring played-
1: fucking person in the world
0: oh she's again i don't know she's sweet you hate (laughs) you hate heroines in these sorts of fucking movies
1: it's already again here we go
0: Uh
1: she do you know what i know about her she likes to be in a swimming pool who doesn't what's unique about her she i think she's so boring that i do think that um that's her name Micah monroe um she, her acting is great. When she's scared, she looks fucking scared. Yeah. Like, I think her acting is, is great. But, like, the things that she says and, like, the emotions that she provides, like, outside of being scared, like, it's a boring character. Every character in this movie I dislike, except for Greg. And Greg dies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Greg Greg dies a, Yeah, pretty bad.
1: Yeah. So I just... yeah I just that's one of the big things for me with this movie is that I cannot find anything fun or redeeming about these characters and I wish more of them would have died but like not everybody was going to be fucking everybody else so um you know that wasn't going to happen but honestly I think one of the most interesting characters is the guy who fucking fucks her chloroforms her and like sets her up to take on this thing like not saying he's a good character but I think He's one of the best written characters for me. He feels more real.
0: You know, we're introduced to Jay. She's a college student. She, um, I don't see she has necessarily any friends, but her younger sister has a friend group that she's also yeah. kind of friends with, right? And yeah, she's
1: kind of a loner. And
0: but she's going on on a date with this dude. And this is Presumably kind of ho-
1: like the third date
0: yeah this is like yeah the second well Mm -hmm. at least the first date or the second date is that one at the movie theater where they Mm -hmm. go and he kind of breaks his own rule where you're like dude if don't hang out somewhere where you only have like one exit
1: like okay you of all people should know that theaters have multiple exits
0: true but still i mean like why if you i think if you've been living with this long enough and I mean, and I know, and you don't know how long he's been living with it. Right. So, so mm-hmm. give me some grace here, but I'm like, if you know that you are going to go out on a date with this girl and your plan is to do the whole thing where you're going to, you're not, you're not just going to have sex mm-hmm. with her. You're going to go to a movie, go to get some sit dinner in the same afterwards, place for hours. <laughs> go pick up some beers and go with this. And this is, I, you know, you drive you prepare for it and you drive as far as you mm-hmm. can
1: mm-hmm.
0: wait for it to come and reach you and then drive all the way back so you yeah, know it, yeah you know it's got like a couple days worth of walking to get back to you yeah and then you go on your date so like i just figure mm-hmm. now granted maybe that's <laughs> like this is how you would live with a sexually transmitted curse and the I don't know but I was just um, presuming
1: what that would be like right Um, I do find this movie theater scene though really like the scare of it like very effective where they're playing that game where they guess who you would want to switch spots with and he guesses um the girl in the yellow dress and she's like who the fuck are you talking about like I thought that was really fun yeah
0: it was pretty good I don't know if I would play that game with other people the trade game i don't but sure she made it seem like you never never heard of the trade game let me tell you yeah
1: like everyone plays that game all the time never heard of it in my life
0: it's specifically for people who hate their lives point
1: it literally anyone
0: (laughs) that you would rather trade places with and the trick is anyone probably would be a better situation i don't know so um (laughs) this so now the way that you know jay gets um infected with the situation is this is on the following date and they Mm -hmm. pick up some beers go make out by the water love that she's like let's Mm -hmm. go back to the car let's go fuck around let's go make this happen yeah she's down to fuck for sure now she did allude earlier between these dates like talking to her sister that like because she had asked like y'all y'all fucked yet you know Mm -hmm. and her being like, you know, kind of alluding to like, he wants to, so it turns out he—that's definitely his goal—is to do this as oh, soon as possible. Absolutely, he—I yeah. think. He I mean,
1: have... even if he didn't have a fucking demon curse, like that probably would have been his goal anyway. That's like, true. Crazy for saying that.
0: That's true. So I mean, he was probably he just rushed a little more than he probably would have normally, or I don't know. But, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he I don't said know. he
1: caught it from a girl who was a one-night stand. So
0: i don't remember saying that he said that yeah
1: yeah he says that Mm -hmm. okay
0: so um which makes sense it would be one night stand i wouldn't want to continue having sex with somebody who gave me a a monster curse so or that that. you
1: gave a monster curse too
0: (laughs) so he has sex with her you know jay to give her this Mm -hmm. and while she's you know in the back of the car afterwards and she's just talking about how like hey this is a good situation we got a cute boy i love yeah, this and blah, blah, yeah. blah. He he's fucking cute sne-
1: yeah he's mm,
0: maybe he sneaks up and he's
1: cute.
0: just chloroforms her
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i love the way they play this out too it's like
0: awful and, and it's I'm
1: like, like no it's awful but yeah. like it is extremely like it is literally like a very valid like female fear so like the i think what makes it even scarier is that it was consensual sex like she's gained trust in him she yeah. had sex with him like wanted to and then is like having a nice like after moment of just like playing with the, you know the flowers or the grass or you know whatever it is and then he comes up behind her and you think it's all cute like as you hear like a bottle so like i'm presuming like he's getting a beer or something And like, you know, he crawls up on her, he even kisses her on the neck. So like, you're not like sensing danger in this moment. And then when he chloroforms her, it's like, oh, fuck. Like it, that's the one of the more effective scares that isn't a monster, like, or like the it monster. Like it's It feels almost scarier because she's trusting this person. It's not just a person who popped out of the woods and attacked her. Like, yes, that's very scary as well. But, like, it can happen that way. And, like, when you think about, like, even abusive relationships and things like that. Like, you're putting trust in this person. You're gaining that trust with them. You're creating a relationship with them. And all of a sudden, boom, like, they're a completely different person. So I – this, like, whole beginning sequence – had the bar really high for me because i really found this like my heart was like fucking racing like of what was going to happen to this poor girl um and it plays out so differently than you think it would even still so does he
0: have to chloroform her to get this point across i feel like that's a little extra
1: I think because he wanted to tie her up like imagine like if he was trying to tie her up while she's like completely awake I think that would be difficult although he probably could have just gotten her to fall asleep in the car and then tied her up.
0: Why did he even need to tie her up like where's she gonna go he's got the car if he says like okay here's the he situation have been, like let's
1: look at the stars in the car and then like eventually one of those naked motherfuckers would have walked up.
0: It's interesting how like I think he didn't have to Necessarily chloroform her or tie her up or whatever. But it's like, so I felt like almost in a way, like it was his choice to make this aggressive and violent, you know, even if he was already doing something like really bad to her by giving her this without her knowledge, you know.
1: Here's the thing though I'm not going to defend him, but I'm going to play like from the side of Jay. Sure. If he didn't chloroform me and tie me up and we were like sitting in the car and he's like, okay, I'm just going to park in like an open area so that she can see it approaching and then I can explain it to her and we can drive off together. If he started saying crazy shit like that, I'd be out of that fucking car so fast. I would run. I wouldn't care where we were in the middle of the forest. Nothing. Like I would be very scared by everything he's saying. Like, so in his mind, he's like, I need to like trap her. And He's obviously lost his fucking marbles because you see how he was living with, like, the bottles and stuff. Like, he's he's been through a lot, too. So yeah. now at this point, he's not thinking about her her trauma or anything, which also, again, very classic fucking man thing to do. Like, he's not... He doesn't actually... Like, he's saying, like, I'm doing this for her and I'm doing the best possible thing for her. But really he's doing the best possible thing for him right and is convincing himself that it's okay but at the same time it's like i i would have been out of that situation if he started telling me that something was going to follow me and there was a random person or whatever the fuck it was um that would that would really throw my shit off for sure the other thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. another technical questions since we are assuming that it's fucking people to death and there's fucking involved obviously my question is are there rules on like does it have to be unprotected sex or if they use a condom like is that gonna avoid this this situation i know like we don't need these answers but it's definitely something that came to mind in this watch i was like but what if you used protection then what
0: yeah this monster hates condoms too um (laughs) it doesn't say specifically but i don't know it doesn't say but also there's a again just just
1: a thought to put out to the group (laughs)
0: there's also a lot yeah a lot of unanswered things i was thinking of you know which i like i was thinking questions in terms of like you know this movie is very hetero in that it is always switched back and forth between you know uh male and female Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Genders or whatever, and so then I'm thinking like, well, what if two dudes fuck? How does that make it work? Or was is yeah, it like? I mean, I mean that's actually it, a great question. It, and then, and then, Would it it break op- the chain. Well, and then it kind of opens like you know. I mean, I think sex like having sex in, in, in an intimate relation with somebody can mean a couple different things right it doesn't yeah. have to be necessarily you know
1: penetration f-
0: penetration whether it's vaginally anally or what have you hey everyone mm-hmm. to three, two, one, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> welcome to and ghost but welcome welcome to love line um so but that's what I'm thinking. And so I just it was interesting that like that Like
1: what is its what is its like stance on what actual like sex is? Like is this a heteronormative entity? Like right. it's only acknowledging, you know, like heterosex. Like that feels weird. And what if but you just again
0: stick to like I think that's handies are going harmonica style you know what i mean i like what is what is that how does all that play in but none of these get answered i know there's a sequel coming out and i think it's going to (laughs) answer
1: some of at least some of these questions
0: yeah every one of these questions we'll ask robert david robert mitchell does uh does i hope we do
1: i hope we do get some like different kinds of uh sexual relationships in the sequel that would be fun
0: i would love to see a more see some representation wider gender spectrum going Mm -hmm, forward mm -hmm. just to answer these questions And just more
1: like more like better sex scenes like the sex scenes in this movie are very romantic. Like I do like the shot of them fucking in the car in the woods is really beautiful. But I'm like, it's a little too beautiful. Like, it's not quite sexy. And I don't know that they're meaning to make anything seem sexy. But um, yeah, I, I feel like the the sex scenes in this movie for how much it's like centered around sex are kind of underwhelming
0: so he chloroforms her ties her to a wheelchair and mm-hmm. takes her to this abandoned parking garage and mm-hmm. explains these rules of like basically you have you know these if you have sex with somebody you pass it on to them so it'll follow mm-hmm. them but if it kills them then it'll come to you and just work its way down the line mm-hmm. which i'm kind of like what happens when
1: it gets all the way down the line and yeah then does it just cease to exist or just find somebody new to fuck and start the chain over again.
0: I guess. And the other thing too is he said, you know, it's like, well, it could be a stranger in a crowd. It could look mm-hmm. like someone, you know, and even, you know, whatever it, you know, whatever helps it get close to you is what is it, which, yes. which again, I think that could be interpreted in a way of just the, the idea of sexually predatory people. Mm-hmm right? It can yeah. say what it needs to say. It can, you know, it can sometimes be a stranger. It can be someone you love and grew up with, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you can apply mm-hmm. that to um, a lot of folk that have, have experienced yeah. this in their lives. Um oh,
1: That's really great. I've never, um I didn't really interpret that little speech as that. I like that.
0: But that being said though, <laughs> it's like, if I was it, why wouldn't I look like a random stranger or someone that someone knew and trusted because that does make sense right yeah though it insists on showing up as a haggard naked woman <laughs> walking through just or the like woods pissing just, itself or yeah someone with its with their tit out just pissing themselves all the over the floor <laughs> i'm like oh i think that was that one's the fucking monster that's the
1: one yeah,
0: I, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, you. Re- it wasn't until I want to say,
1: I think it um, likes to fuck with people though.
0: I like it, it likes to mess with them. And again, I don't know how sadistic this thing fucking is, but mm-hmm. again, I'm like, you know, when he's like, oh, whatever helps it get close to you, it can change into whatever it wants to be. I'm like, it takes a long time before it takes the form of someone she knows.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Right so a really long time which uh a very which is a very good set piece too when that happens i think on the beach oh, unless it happens so earlier. Good. that is that was no a good one. that's
1: on the beach because you don't even you don't realize that her friend is in the water like so you see her like walking and then she just comes into the frame in the water and you're like oh fuck <laughs> that's very effective that that's a good a good scene and a good scare
0: so fuck Hugh or Jeff or whatever, by the way, because a couple different things. Again, I think he is more aggra- more aggressive than he needs to be in this situation. Yeah. Two, I'm like, if you're chloroforming her, you're tying her into a thing. You have time to get dressed and put your clothes back on. Why does she still have to be in her yeah, fucking underwear? Yeah, why did I know?
1: Why didn't he put her clothes back on? Yeah, back no, that on. feels very degrading.
0: And they still di- and he still didn't when he fucking basically just pulls her out of his car and just leaves her on the fucking sidewalk outside Mm -hmm. of her house Mm -hmm. still in her underwear and you're just like okay bro so are you really invested in helping Mm -hmm. her out no not at all you're just you're a fuck and that's why i'm thinking he's still a piece of shit even oh yeah Oh,
1: okay here let me let me let me check a couple boxes for you here kyle love it I'm hoping that you'll agree because we're not going to agree on the quality of the movie or the entertainment of the movie. So one thing I think we will agree on, you're absolutely right about Hugh. And that's why, like I said, whether or not he was violent or he chose to like try to be nice about it, his motives are self-serving. If he thinks she's a great person, it doesn't matter. If he thinks he's doing it the right way, it doesn't matter. He's doing this for himself. The only reason why he's giving her a heads up is so that she lasts long enough to sleep with someone else to pass it to someone else because it makes his lifeline longer. It's not to help her. It's to help him. Then you have the hot neighbor who definitely doesn't believe her because he would not have fucked her had he believed her. This is probably going to be the most I say fuck in any of our episodes. So Chris, please don't listen to this in front of your children. Yeah, if You, you probably already have stopped already. Um, <laughs> but the neighbor says he believes her, but he sleeps with her. He definitely does not believe her. He says he believes her to help her out, but really it's because he wants to fuck her. He... Obviously has some sort of feelings towards her. Definitely attraction towards her. Wants to fuck her. Then you have mousy fucking neighbor boy who's just been creeping on her for presumably years and has like the world's biggest crush. Seems like he does believe her, but he's willing to pass this thing back and forth. Like he he's like, let me help you. Let yeah. me help you <laughs> by delivering the dick like, he wants to fuck her. He wants to be with her. And now, he got what he wants, and she's trapped with him, pretty much, so that they can just pretty much keep an eye out while the other one's sleeping. So... Allegedly.
0: That, that's not exactly allegedly. how I... It, it okay, well, an,
1: I have yeah. I have questions about the ending, too. But my point is everything that's happening to her is not what they're concerned about they're concerned about how it will affect them or how it can benefit them so this is another classic situation of men being shitty and self-serving and this poor woman boring as she may be doesn't deserve any of this and it's um interesting how like the both I don't know if the other one is a neighbor. I'm assuming they're both her neighbor, the hot neighbor and like the dorky neighbor. Like they they both are looking at this situation through a lens of how can how can I like seem helpful and supportive while getting some pussy. Like that really feels real to me. So that's my take on these these men in this movie um and how they react to things because you see a much different support system from the females in the film.
0: I agree. At least um with Greg, um mm-hmm. who is the is the cute neighbor. The hot neighbor. I thought he was more helpful than Paul was the whole time. Oh, for sure. Cuz at least he's Greg, like
1: Greg is the MVP of this movie honestly.
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe.
1: But Paul, man, Oh,
0: you are fucking fuck, Paul. You are just a fucking perv for one. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, when she's realizing kind of what's happening in this and this and this, you know, he comes in all fucking chivalrous and shipping, like you know, nothing's gonna happen to you. You know, make sure, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, dude, get the fuck out of here. And he gets fucking lime green Jello when <laughs> you know he's like, well, I, well, I, I want to be you know the fucking chivalrous man and get the fuck out you know yes, nobody so sure. and just but also everyone's willing
1: at- everyone's willing to fuck her curse pussy like that pussy must be popping y'all because they're like cursed or not like they're like jay can get it she can get it <laughs> they're like we don't care <laughs> <laughs> i think i wrote down that pussy must be popping in my notes too
0: you know we, we we skipped a little bit and that's okay but you know i, I think it. i think the first part where you know she sees it again is when she's you know in the classroom mm-hmm. right and that's when greg who's sharing the class with mm-hmm, her note like mm-hmm. okay there's some shit Something's going wrong. on that's when i realized we were in detroit because they were they uh, paul and the sister work at an ice cream shop on 12 mile and i was like i don't is is each mile an actual mile away from each other What's it? Hmm. I don't know. That's a and good I didn't question. Look it up. So is eight mile like road, like four miles away from 12 mile road? I don't know. I so, don't
1: know. Maybe any of our listeners in Detroit can uh, fill us in.
0: Clear that up for me. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also, of course, you know, whenever you're going in, like, abandoned, like, you know, houses and suburbs in Detroit, I was just like, even though, fuck, how many years, eight years later when Barbarian came out, mm-hmm. but, of course, I was like, oh, man, that could be the least of your problems. If y'all show up one of these houses, you might have fucking mother just coming yeah, through just, the basement just ready to give ready you ready to make
1: you suck on them titties
0: yeah oh geez <laughs> <laughs> just take the bottle just take the bottle y'all. <laughs> yeah um, the
1: bottle's the better option
0: man Justin Long would have been way better off um <laughs> you know so the friends I think are pretty quick you know on board to believe her but again like I said you know I think, or at least support her and at least this again that kind of further kind of allegory about trauma where it's like they they believe her they support her but they struggle to understand it if it hasn't happened to them
1: oh for sure like they're very like what are you seeing what's happening like i don't understand why are you doing this they like throw all those questions on her yeah but i i appreciate that they they think she's just having like I mean I'm sure she is but like she's having like trauma and PTSD, like associated with what's happening and they're like great now she thinks all this crazy shit that he said to her is actually happening so like whether they think it's real or not they are supportive in like taking her away you know like going to different places and all of that which is is nice to see
0: and then I'm pretty sure um Jay is like college-aged so like maybe mm-hmm. like early twenties maybe something like For that. Sure. Yeah. Um, the youthfulness of this movie. So few adults speak in this movie. Yeah. Um, and by the parents, like I like barely. I would say maybe like Jay's mother gets like two lines, maybe
1: mm-hmm. at
0: best. And I remember at first like taking notes, being like, "Does she even fucking talk during this? I don't even remember her, you know." But then I remember, yeah, only the, to conversation, the sister. Yes, after the um, assault, but.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: it's interesting watching this movie and remembering like, oh, these are just dumbass teenagers who really don't understand this thing. And I don't know. I think I was thinking like Jay, like I could be reading too much into it, but like, you know, there was like Jay either like retreating to the pool or after the first attack in the house, you know, taking her bike and retreating to the playground, you know, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that there is, um, I think it's kind of to underscore that, that safety in that youth, you know what I mean? Um, especially after, you know, doing something, you know, should be you know adults like you know having sex yeah. and dealing with you know those dynamics right and and and, and mm-hmm. some of the ramifications of what had happened so I don't know I I just thought that was kind of interesting and and then you also just realize how just kind of dumb they are because none of their fucking plans work at no. all right
1: no and honestly like I think there's certain scenes where Jay reacts well to what's in front of her and other times where she's like i'm like girl move like move your ass like get out of there so there's t- and like it what the the funny thing about that is that it's not necessarily in order like you would think like the first couple times you see it or don't realize that it is it you would maybe hesitate and have fear and shock and not move. But she kind of goes back and forth between reacting quickly and slowly. That bothers me a lot. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're definitely dumb kids and, you know, they, they try different things. I mean, there's not really too much. I don't know that they can do, Um, but like her sister, I think is sweet and, One of the weird things, I don't know if you noticed this, Greg like actively checks out the sister quite a few times. And the sister like gives him like a few little smirks. Like it seems very obvious that they have some sort of attraction toward each other. And I just think that's so weird that like he would be like attracted to both sisters. But that seems like Greg's like, you know, style.
0: But also remember when Paul and jay are sitting on the couch and they were talking like do you remember talking about their first kiss and oh, yeah. she says and you kiss my sister right afterwards don't worry she told me it's kind of gross kiss two sisters yeah so so yeah. It, it shows the dudes are just fucking horn dogs yeah and yeah for it sure doesn't matter yeah Which which tracks
1: yeah so like the sister is fine in the way that she's like supportive but again like she's they're just so like quiet and lifeless and like just draining characters so okay who i really want to talk about is the friend yara yara has this little device that's like a little seashell it's a
0: little compact right
1: is it like a compact kindle what is that
0: well it's kind of what you were talking about earlier where you're saying like it's hard to tell Sometimes like when this movie takes place, because like you said, the cars are all, I mean, you know, you can find cars from all different years, I guess, like in real life. Yeah. It felt like it was like a lot of the cars were older and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have, they're watching like the black and white movies on those like Yes, all black and white movies. Mm -hmm. And even the movie they went to was like single screen, even had someone playing organ. Like.
1: Yes. Everything was like from different times.
0: Yet you have this weird one piece of like more kind of modern era or even Mm -hmm. doesn't even exist right now I guess in that form but like this weird new technology thing that doesn't exist this sea shell uh compact kindle situation yeah it, it and I think that's to one I think can work in a more just kind of unsettling way. I think that is kind of plays a lot into when you know when I was talking about it being very dreamlike this movie, just a hazy, mm-hmm. foggy dream. And I think like when you're in a dream, like you might see like oh yeah, I'm watching this old-timey movie because it's 1940 and but then also I've got this, you know, super advanced technology too and it doesn't always yeah. just make sense all the time, you know, but I think it works. Yeah. No. I don't think the movie needed that to be any more or less effective but i do Mm -mm. i think it's an interesting touch you know
1: yeah i think i actually liked it because i was like oh this clearly takes place in the past but then when i saw that thing i was like oh this movie actually doesn't take place i don't my theory is that it actually doesn't take place in any given time like because of like all those things that you just listed or all the things that came to my mind that are from different time periods like all the technology is different all like the like the movie theater the cars all the things but I think what this is me like getting into this like elevated horror situation the little we'll call it the seashell kindle the little seashell kindle that she has she reads a lot of things out loud from it and Only one of them feels like kind of like creepy and off-putting and it's when she's in the hospital bed about the soul like leaving the body situation. Everything else sounds like ramblings to me and I don't have time to fucking figure out metaphors through the seashell Kindle. Like that to me feels pretentious and silly. And then you also have the teacher reading in the classroom and I like listened to it back and I was like, I don't understand how this has to do with the movie. Whereas like. I'll use Nightmare on Elm Street as an example. When you have, like, the teacher reading, it fits. Like, the what, you know, I don't even remember what was being read, but, like, it, you know, it's part of the nightmare. Like, it's part of what's happening. I shouldn't have to do, like, mental gymnastics to figure out what's happening. Maybe I'm, like, I, it, like, went over my head. But that felt like pretentious bullshit to me. And so that's one of the things about this movie also that I'm just, I, I'm not a fan of.
0: Sure. I hear that. I mean, it's not as like probably direct as like I mean, what I was thinking was um the the play that they were talking about in in uh the classroom scenes in hereditary,
1: mm-hmm. you know, how they were
0: kind of more directly. That was good, that's a good plot. example. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And it that. like hints at things like upcoming that you don't understand until the end of the movie. So yeah. whereas this one, like I was like, am I supposed to like know how this is relating like it kind of just made me like overthink things i guess
0: there's a lot of back and forth in this movie between the suburbs and you know they talk about like crossing like you know south of eight mile where you see Mm -hmm. a lot of you know kind of reminds me of um you know barbarian right a lot of the more Mm -hmm. run down um dilapidated abandoned buildings and i wasn't sure if that was You know, like they show them kind of going, whether it's, you know, crossing this this boundary right back and forth, Mm -hmm. Um, like alluding to that this area is unsafe, you know, versus where they are. But I wasn't I wasn't sure Mm -hmm. if that was like, you know, maybe in a way of like trying to kind of say, again, like Halloween, I think challenging your boundaries of safety in the suburbs and then Mm -hmm. also this idea that something like dangerous you know sexually transmitted diseases doesn't happen here you know it doesn't happen in Mm the safe neighborhood you know but it Mm -hmm. but when say paul towards the end of the movie is like maybe alludes that he may have like engaged with those i think they're alluding that they're sex workers Yeah, Um, yeah but it's him bringing that to them, you know, bringing yes, that danger that, to the them. the
1: opposite right? of so, what you would presume.
0: Yeah, so I thought that was um, interesting, too. I wasn't sure if I was reading too much into that, but...
1: No, I don't think you were at all, actually. That's the one time that I, like... Because she's not reading from her little, like, device when she's having that conversation about her mom not wanting her to, to pass 8 Mile. Um, I actually really liked that because, again, like the way you just described it is exactly how I interpreted it. And that felt clear to me. Like that felt like a smart and fun way to like engage with the audience and get your point across while still using like a deep metaphor. Like it is easy to say that bad things are going to happen to you in a rough neighborhood versus, you know, all the things that are happening more under the radar. I guess you could say like, in a suburb or in a safe neighborhood. Like there's plenty of dangerous and terrible things that are happening no matter where you are, where there's humans, there's trouble. So, you know, that's, I completely agree. That's the one time where I'm like, okay, that makes, that makes sense to me. Another thing that I want to like point out are some of like the really amazing scares in this movie Okay, so when they're in the house and she first encounters it, and it's the the woman peeing herself, and then she goes upstairs in the bedroom, and they're like knocking on the door, and you're like, "Fuck! Like, is that actually them?" Again, is it going
0: to to again going straight to a place where there's yeah. only one in and out. Yes, Not not the Doesn't restaurant. You climb am out the but, window. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right? Because it makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like. I love the fear of that moment because you don't know if it can talk yet. You don't know. He said that it could be your friend. So you're like, how much can it put on an act? Like, have I been sitting next to it for hours? Like, so I like that um, unknownness there. Um, And I like when, you know, you're thrown off because you have them coming in. Then you have the last girl. I think it's um, Yara again, who's like knocking at the door and then when she comes in, you're like, okay, it actually is just her. But then that fucking All giant good. motherfucker comes from behind her. Oh my God. The first time I saw that, I think my stomach like dropped. Um, That is, that's a good, that's a good scare.
0: Yeah. And that's when she jumps on the bike and goes to the playground mm-hmm. and goes to the swing mm-hmm. set. And uh, that's where everybody meets her. That's where Greg realizes, you know, he's doing, he's, 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 you know, having a good time with a, with a female companion um, yeah. and notices and he's like, you all know this what? shit going on. <laughs> Let me go check this out.
1: I'm going to head out on this date, Uh leave yeah. you in my driveway. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when they go to that abandoned house where they put like the, you know, the soda cans above the windows, you know? So, yes. and they were able to get a lead on finding Hugh, which we find out his name is Jeff, which by the way, even in 2014, now I think it's pretty hard to just walk straight into a high school campus, make check out the classrooms, make your way into the office, and just be you could not voluntarily given
1: they're locked. Uh,
0: yeah, voluntarily given all of these yearbooks to find out who this person is. Yeah, I was like, okay, sure, but I also I mean, think they
1: it, could pretend to be high school students there. Yeah. i also
0: think it totally tracks that with everything that hugh slash jeff did i mean outside of being connected to this curse faces no consequences for sexually assaulting her at all you know and then even and like i said earlier when you know they're like hey well now at least we know where this dude fucking lives we got his real name are we going to call the cops and she says no and you Mm -hmm. know part of me is like fuck you know like yeah and it was hard because it's like i know she was telling the police it was consensual but being even if the sex was consensual being chloroformed and tied up and ditched you know dumped out mm-hmm. of a car like that's also <laughs> that's also not okay even that's if not the consensual. sex was consensual that part all of those parts were not consensual so
1: yeah you were still attacked.
0: um i think it's interesting that if if you've ever had it even no matter how many times you passed it on or how many different, you know, layers between mm-hmm. you, how you know, many degrees between you and, you know, Kevin Bacon or it or whatever, sorry, <laughs> but um, that you still can see it. So I like that Hugh slash Jeff can still see it to which mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, why is there no support group around this of <laughs> like,
1: I, I like that he can still see it and yeah in the the most like shallow interpretation of that I like just the idea of like it just being like you know what I'll I'll help you out you can still see me even if you're not the one I'm actively following that way in a situation like where Greg gets killed and Jay is right there she's like oh fuck now I need to start running because she can like see where it is like she could have started running a while back but um I like that it's almost like giving you advance notice like you know that it's around so kind of kind of a nice a nice gesture by it
0: so like let's just imagine you know let's say hugh slash jeff and jay still like say lived in the same town or whatever yeah and It'd
1: be good for them to live far away from each other
0: it would but at the same time knowing that okay sometimes it looks like a stranger sometimes it looks like someone you know and it doesn't mean that jeff knows everybody that she knows so it's not so it could still be a stranger to mm-hmm. him but if i was just hanging out and i just see down the street some haggard ass fucking naked woman just strolling down the street i'd be like even if it wasn't coming after me i'd be like yep that's definitely it it's following someone i should probably let's let's go I'll get on out of here let's get on our app of folk that are afflicted with this and let them know hey this is where i saw it in real time and we could do a yeah do, yeah. A, do a google map tracker situation mm, send your location they, send it over know, if we can track where santa claus is at any given time have you never have you never seen that no oh yeah you're right you're right you were very upfront with your child saying there's no fucking santa i'm paying for yeah, this shit like um, fuck
1: santa he's not working a job <laughs> it's you know it's like fucking like
0: yahoo.com or some other dumb site does it where it's like you can see where santa is at any given time if we can track that mystical motherfucker and if we have (laughs) the satellite technology to do that we can get it together you know let's all let's make it work let's get let's get you know let's get the tech bros in on this let's make it happen so (laughs) i don't know
1: yeah no i i agree i feel like there should be more camaraderie um, for the people who have experienced this do you think that what what the fuck is his his name? Paul. Do you think that Paul did have sex with the sex workers? Mm. They show him like driving by and then he looks like he kind of like changed his mind.
0: Do you think I mean, I think like say I think it's more likely that Jay had sex with those dudes on that boat. Even though it oh, didn't, she definitely because you know she's like mm-hmm. you know in tears like on her way back oh she definitely
1: but, did yeah i i oh my gosh i totally forgot about the. and how
0: that does that situation. work i mean i mean because i would think the and again we don't know the rules of what needs to happen yeah like if she
1: if she fucks more than one guy like in the same time would yeah. w- would they both get taken over by it or would it be like the first one that she had sex with and the first one that
0: inserts right maybe i don't know yeah but then if one dick touches another is that is that gonna does that count even grace just the tip if we're yeah if
1: we're if we're rubbing dicks does that count like yeah yeah, so like there's like so much of this like crazy like gray area there um but i just feel like i um would really, this is just a terrible situation to be in because like, you really have to like, you know, pass this information on in order for it to be effective. But then, like you said, like, without like a network of them knowing, like you wouldn't know how quickly it's like collecting people and, you know, going through people, like it would, you would be paranoid like to high heavens for the rest of your life.
0: Right. So Another good scare is uh, you know, so Greg's got a beach house. Good for him. Mm-hmm. So good they for all Greg. Have, and yeah, good for Greg. So they are at least until he he dies pretty violently. But
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until so, until his mom fucks him to death.
0: Yeah. There's a great scare <laughs> on the beach where mm-hmm. I had to do another quick I was like, wait, hold on. How many people are here? Because yes, exactly. I love it because you see the friend just walking up behind. Um, yara mm-hmm. and then you see her again just floating on the water oh <laughs> it, it was so it good literally
1: it fucks you up for sure and then the hair when you see like her hair go up like the yeah. nice thing about that is now everyone's seen some crazy paranormal shit happen. so like you can't deny that and i think paul ends up getting like hit Throne. by it yeah he gets thrown and he has a mark like on his abdomen
0: yeah he tries to swing the chair and then the chair launches out of his hand and then he gets thrown Mm -hmm. like pretty far Mm -hmm. like i'd say like 12 feet bird 15 feet away um and then they run into the i I think it's kind of the boathouse or just like the shed i don't know yeah but man and then you have that little fucking kid that's like crawling through oh Oh my gosh because yeah you see
1: the big guy and then all of a sudden there's that hole and then the little kid comes through yeah that's that's a lot it's it's a lot like one after the other after the other of it like changing how it looks um but yeah like perfect timing to change into the friend for sure
0: yeah and then and then yeah you know kind of the same thing as at the house where fucking jay's like fuck y'all i'm getting the fuck out of here but this time fucking you know crashes the car Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um then and then it cuts to, right 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 because and then it cuts to her in the hospital and then yes. that's where she has sex with greg
1: mm-hmm. right yeah, in, um in that uncomfortable gross hospital bed i
0: know geez on a hospital yeah. bed i wrote um no hanky panky that's why there's visiting hours um why was he <laughs> hanging out after visiting hours fucking on yeah. this bed i don't yeah know.
1: exactly that's why visiting hours have a time that they end
0: yeah so fucking put that put that willy away greg um and of course you know you got fucking paul you fucking lime lime green jello <laughs> horn dog where you're all fucking upset because you want to be the one, even if it's a fucking curse. Yeah, he wanted to be the one know. to, like,
1: save her. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm like, he's, you know, like, and he fucking talks to her. And he tries to, like, fucking, like, guilt her a little bit. You know, just being yeah, like, fuck, you fuck know. Paul. I liked you, you know, I liked you too, you know. And I'm like, fucking Paul, stop it. I have a fucking sex curse. Can you please just put your dick away <laughs> for two just, fucking seconds, bro? Keep like, your
1: little feelings to yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, he's... He was a lot for me, and and it yeah. and it bugs no, he's me he's that, terrible. that he gets kind of just rewarded in the end a little bit. He,
1: yeah, he does.
0: So well, she um, she
1: like kind of settles at that point, really.
0: I guess, yeah. And so we cut to Greg's death, which I thought was pretty, pretty fucked up and pretty. His pretty is effective. good. His yeah,
1: is, yeah, his is my favorite uh, death for sure.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, well, that. Jesus, um and then let's see and then then i think that's where she's like let's let i think that's the boat sex part where mm-hmm. she's like i need mm-hmm. to fucking do something and just somebody these who people. do know
1: yeah
0: um and then paul being a dipshit you know he's got a plan and again none of these plans work right that, I know, the
1: what? plan what why did we think this was gonna work
0: Yeah, like, if we if you could shoot the thing in the head and it just gets back up and keeps coming, why do we think that electrocuting it in a pool would work? Like, he's like, I have this plan, but you've got to trust me. And it's like...
1: And she's in the pool. So, like, she'd have to get out of that pool in a timely manner.
0: And it's a great thing that the plan didn't work because it didn't electrocute the water because (laughs) fucking it shows up and starts throwing the TVs and shit in the water. And then i think they even say like you know it didn't work oh thank god <laughs> because why would they i don't know it was it yeah. was great but that was a fucking first of all yet another horror movie with a pool climax
1: <laughs> that we've
0: covered or, well i Flash mean i guess
1: to jennifer's body
0: jennifer's body and the the rumored alleged alternate ending to original ending to idle hands and mm. Well, oh, ev- yeah, and we're eventually going to talk the faculty right yeah D- didn't yeah. you say you want to do an alien movie let's do the faculty that's a fucking killer.
1: <laughs> that's a good one yeah
0: maybe my favorite alien movie that's not starring sigourney weaver
1: yeah yeah i would agree with that
0: yeah so well maybe we'll talk about that um In our scene, swimming
1: pool series
0: yeah what do you think of this scene
1: um it's probably my least favorite Part of the movie, honestly, because like going into it, you're like, what is the plan? And then as you're like looking around at the screen, you're like, oh, I think I know what the plan is, but they wouldn't be that dumb. And then they are that dumb. And then it is smarter and is like, all right, you want to fuck around and electrocute people? Like, how about this toaster? How about this? Like just throwing stuff in the water, which would be also really scary. But it also seems out of character for this creature to do that as well. Cause it's done nothing else of like using tools at any point. I guess it breaks windows, things like that. Yeah. Like, super but, windows. yeah, I just didn't, um, didn't super care for the, the pool, uh, pool climax situation. And, you know, like they're trying to tie it together with, you know, her being in the swimming pool earlier, you know, he sees the photo, but yeah, it's not super effective for me. Did yeah. you find Did you find it effective? Maybe
0: the second time, a little more effective, only because watching it the first time originally in the theater, it wasn't super clear until maybe like after the point that it had taken the form of her father.
1: Mm, yes, yes, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah,
0: and and I don't remember. And again, I just watched it earlier today. Now they make it very clear that that's who it is. After the fact, when they yeah. show to the the framed photo of her and her sister mm-hmm. when they were younger and the mom and the dad. But I don't yeah. know if like he'd shown up. I think they'd focus on him in pictures, but not enough for me to recognize that that was that's who it was. Like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. It's it's really trying to. You is know. the
1: dad is the dad dead? Like, is he not a living character?
0: That's what they alluded, alluded to, I believe, is that the dad. OK, because
1: yeah. we don't see him. No. We only see the mom yeah we
0: only see the dad at at the pool scene
1: Mm -hmm. at least moving
0: you know um yeah and again just you know everyone's fucking paul you fucking idiot you fucking shoot yara (laughs) you this all of this but man oh that's that's hard i felt like i felt just being in jay's position oh man i feel like i felt it Each time getting like hit with the iron or throwing the thing at her, and just how much, and then she like goes underwater, and then you can see some like some like cloud of red coming out of her head. I
1: do not like people bleeding underwater. Is fucking terrifying because you're like that blood's going fast, um And also just like knocking into things when you're submerged in water, like or being Mm -hmm. hit by something when you're submerged in water is very, very scary
0: yeah i um so that that plan really didn't well it didn't work i mean it, you did, can, it
1: definitely didn't work <laughs> well
0: th- i think the movie is trying to like hint that it could have and may not have because when he does when paul does finally put one through through its head even though we know that it didn't work last time. But, you know, mm-hmm. while while Jay was being held underwater, she's able to get free. And then, you know, Paul's like, did I do it? Did I do it? Because he's looking the pool and he can't see shit. Right. Yes, yeah, it's all red. Well, no, he doesn't even see that. Right. He just sees just an empty oh, pool.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: So No one can see anything except I forgot for Jay. About, yeah, I
1: forget that. Yeah.
0: And Jay sees all of this like it doesn't look like blood anymore. It just looks like this yeah. red, mysterious yeah. cloud that's so yes. you're like, does that mean it's gone? I don't know. And then that's when she, her and Paul fuck. And I'm like, come on, Paul. And, and yeah. so, and then you see that scene, that quick scene of Paul driving through the other side of town and seeing those mm-hmm. women that, you know, maybe may or may not be sex workers. I don't know. He's given them a weird long look. He's given them a long look. Um, so it was maybe trying to imply that he did or did not try to pass that on to them again you know that flip of like you know ultimately it's you know the the wealthier suburbs bringing the danger right you know Mm -hmm. to to that side of town um you know you're right where the movie starts off really strong and i feel like it kind of it does kind of just kind of pitter-patter towards the end here yeah
1: like and I I don't even really know that I fully understand what the end is.
0: Mm-hmm. The idea, like, I think there are
1: a couple. I... Yeah, I mean,
0: they're holding hands. They're just together in some capacity, you know, but in you maybe think that she or that they killed it there in the pool. And they're just having sex, just to have sex. Like she's not like passing it on to him. right? I don't think she thinks she's having sex with him for that reason. You know?
1: Oh, see, I, I totally thought that they, that that's what was happening. Like he was like, okay, if it's dead, it's dead. Great. And if it's not like, I'm taking this on.
0: Or at least we'll pass it back and forth or whatever. Yes. And then, you know, and then the last shot is them holding hands and, but you do see someone walking
1: Mm-hmm. It had like a blood stain on the on the shirt
0: too. Oh, I don't even remember seeing that. I thought it was just a yeah. normal dude walking, in. I was like,
1: eh. "It looks like a blood stain." It would be mm. weird if it was just like a a shirt that had a red <laughs> stripe or something on it. Yeah, but I like I do like that last I like that last shot huh. with them walking holding hands with the it following them. Um, but yeah, I don't quite understand. I'm like, are they a couple? Do they just is this like a mutual exchange of this? You know, so you can get some relief of not having it follow you for a little bit. Right. Um, I mean, I guess you can still see it. Like, I don't know. The, yeah, like, I don't need all the questions answered. I don't need to know about it or its history. It's more so, like, I'm like, what actually happens in this movie? Yeah, I think I actually, I think I actually liked it more the second time I watched it than this time around
0: okay
1: I, think I looked at it like with way too much of a magnifying glass
0: and well gosh i think that brings us to the end of this movie already um is as much as i said i guess i did start off by saying slow burn but the movie's pretty brisk it's, it's not like,
1: wow. yeah it's brisk there's yeah. a lot going on
0: pretty like hour 40 something like that it's, it's good mm-hmm. um before we hop into our boost scores what's uh what's the tagline situation for this movie
1: The tagline situation for this movie is short. Mm. We got one tagline.
0: One and done. It's probably the best. Probably and were just like, hey, we picked it. It's good. It's the best one. Can't improve. You think so? You
1: think that they picked the best one? So they were like, That's that's the one. I would hope so. All right.
0: All right. Give it to me.
1: It doesn't think, it doesn't feel. It doesn't give up. That's it. That's your tagline.
0: Hmm. And it's kind of almost like the title might then also be an extension of it doesn't think, it doesn't feel, whatever, whatever, it follows.
1: See, I would have, I would have thought, yeah, see, you read it the right way though. That's how I would have done it. Like it doesn't think, it doesn't feel, and like you have that above your like title of the movie and it says it follows instead of it doesn't give up. Like yeah. I like guess this motivated individual. <laughs>
0: It doesn't think it doesn't well. It is pretty motivated. It you know to fuck <laughs> people to death. It doesn't think. It doesn't feel. Doesn't give up. It follows. I I like I like that actually. I mean I know. Oh
1: okay okay hot take but yeah. I'm, yeah. Well because yeah, it tells it tells you straight
0: up tells you straight up from the beginning. Here's all the things it doesn't do. So we're not we're not we're not mm-hmm. promising. First of all, we're not. This thing is not a fucking quitter. <laughs> and also, we're not gonna get an pop. overachiever we're not gonna get out get caught up in our fucking feelings here get the fuck out of here <laughs> and yeah yeah we don't give up dude yeah whatever
1: mm-hmm. we follow
0: i don't know we follow <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna give that i'm gonna give that a solid thumbs up i think it's fine
1: okay i'll give it a uh, i'll give it a thumb sideways
0: yeah all right sounds good i like that
1: it's like a um,
0: dang so all right so who's doing boost scores first i always forget i'm sorry
1: Um, I don't know who went first last time, but I, I feel ready.
0: Go for it. I really, I think, I think you're going to come in lower. Probably. So let's get your bullshit out of the way. Sorry, Chris. (laughs)
1: Let's,
0: Let's let her have her moment.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Again, lots of positive things to say about this movie. I think it's very scary. I think it's beautiful. Like, Visually, I think it's very beautiful. I think the monsters look, or, like, the monsters, it in its many different forms, whether it, like, seems to have, like, CGI or it's, like, an actor. All of that is visually very, very effective for me. And, again, the score, super, like, it's it's perfection, honestly, the way that it, like, hits when it needs to. So it gets, it gets a, it gets two boos for that and i'll give it i'll give it an extra 0.5 this might oh this might be the first time that you've raised my score because you did a really good job of pointing out like some things about like the parallels of like it versus like real life dangers real life trauma you know, worrying about STIs, all those things, or the, just the consequences of, you know, you know, trust in other people and um, like where danger actually comes from. So I'll I'll boost it a point five because I came into this with a two. I'm going to give it 2.5 boost. That is
0: still lower than I thought you were going to give it. Really? Um, yeah. I just yeah. because
1: I didn't have a good time when I was watching it. I, I've not had a good time watching this movie since the first time I watched it. Like it's, it feels fucking long, honestly.
0: I'm happy that I had the opportunity to elevate your score. (laughs) I'd like to call myself uh, an elevated scorer. Oh God. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm going to give this movie. (laughs) Um... (laughs) okay sometimes it's a four sometimes it's a three and a half i'm gonna give it a three and a half right now um never mind why'd you drop it down never mind never mind i'm gonna give it a four what am i kidding i'm gonna give it a four okay okay i think it's um (sighs) i think it's effective it's scary and i think that it is kind of lower key on the gore so like when something very Mm -hmm. violent does happen it's super effective i think this movie exists in its own universe it plays by its own rules um i like that it gives you a setup but doesn't answer all your questions for you Mm -hmm. um and leaves a lot of questions unanswered which i think ultimately is scarier uh, especially when you know we're not working with we're just working with some regular dumbass teenagers we're not like this isn't fucking Buffy Summers over here that has yeah. access yeah. to, you know, all of her nerd friends and all of this
1: <laughs> the demonology <laughs> section at the Sunnydale library.
0: Right. Like come on, Buffy would have this shit handled immediately. Like who get oh, it? Absolutely. Kidding? Yeah. So I don't know. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think and again, I get a lot of Halloween vibes. I think it mm-hmm. it very it borrows in a it borrows. Um <laughs> rather than you're you're
1: full of it tonight i'm I'm, full of it
0: i'm i'm all over the place tonight i'm sorry but um so i don't know i think just on just another worthy entry into kind of quiet suburban horror you know Mm -hmm. um and that's i just think it's yeah i think it's effective in a lot of ways i love of course movies where protagonists don't necessarily win right and something of course i'm mm-hmm. gonna compare it to another you know sorry quote elevated unquote horror movie um the babadook which spoiler alert
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just have to learn to live with it yeah even if you don't have the answer for yeah, stopping just your new reality and i like how open-ended this movie is i don't i know there's gonna be a sequel i don't mm-hmm. think i want it because i don't think i
1: want it either
0: because i unless i mean i'm gonna watch it of course
1: oh comes i'll still out. watch it yeah but i'll watch it
0: i really love this movie as just a nugget of what it is um and again that yeah you know we agree on that music just being mm-hmm. so fucking good it hits hard it hits real hard and yeah and this movie's all vibe you know, I mean, I I think yes, it could go a little bit deeper into some of its themes. I don't know if I'm reaching on some of its themes, but I mean, I've I've poked. You might be, through. but I
1: like where you reached.
0: And I'm sure that there's probably a lot of think pieces and analytic articles that probably speak mm-hmm. to some of this stuff. But um, I mean, I know there are. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think it's a really strong movie. Um, and. I was gonna give it three and a half booze, and then I thought to myself, "Why not give it as four? Fuck
1: you to Natalie. Yeah, like why not? Give why, it not four?
0: why not give it four? Because it's just it's. I I would, I would never not recommend this movie to somebody.
1: Hmm. I so okay. I will say this for as much as this is a situation like for like I will compare it to like Hereditary, where it's like I probably won't rewatch that movie for a very long time, like if someone wanted to watch it with me for the first time that they've ever seen it, yes, Mm -hmm. then I would watch it with them. But I won't rewatch that movie independently, but I would tell other people that they should watch it and form their opinion. I would do the same with this one because it is much loved. But I think officially, I just need to stop going on Rotten Tomatoes because this movie has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. And if you go back to our Scream episode and our Scream 2 episode, this is rated higher than those two movies. And I just don't fucking agree. And that also brought my boo score down half a boo because of it being 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's too much, y'all. That is just, it's too high. I'm like, y'all need calm down. Am I talking to myself? <laughs>
0: calm down. Is yours it's, go for it. it's
1: too much. So that's my last thought on that. I don't hate this movie. I just don't get a lot of like enjoyment out of it when I watch it but I do find it to be scary and I find it to be beautiful. So watching it for this great watching it again just on my on my own eh, probably not.
0: love it. I'm just glad mm-hmm. you got you know yeah I, I I think you provided reasons, you know. And I hear you. I I think you're very passionate about it. And I love that, even too. if you don't like Thank it. You. So um, I'm all behind that energy, no matter what. So I'm going to give it a four. You give it a two and a half. All mm-hmm. right. Maybe, maybe we find the truth is somewhere in the middle. I don't know.
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it. For the uh, record,
1: it's the same score I gave Valentine. So just so everyone knows that's where i'm at my taste levels
0: (laughs) oh for me i feel like i set the if i set the four boo bar at urban legend i have to now always we're really (laughs) yeah
1: we're we're really uh you know into i call them fun movies i just i want to have fun yeah me too especially when i'm watching horror
0: this movie is not a lot of fun (laughs) everyone no. is so so sad the entire time so
1: somber no yeah. there's
0: no humor in this movie there's no color
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so <laughs> anything else you want to say about <laughs> it follows
1: no i'm just thank you again to chris for suggesting it i like that you picked i unintentionally picked a movie that kyle and i are divided on because i think those are sometimes more fun Um, then, you know, when we're just sitting talking about how fucking great urban legend is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Cool. And then, Hey, you know, if we like you enough and you have a recommendation now, Mm -hmm. both of those things need to exist. You having the recommendation and us giving a fuck about you, um, Mm -hmm. send it our way and we'll, we'll, we'll add it to the queue. We'll see what we can do. We'll
1: we'll consider it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Love it. All right. (laughs) Have a great night, everybody. Take care. And, uh, you know, fucking, uh, you know, look, look, look over your shoulder, you know, who knows what the fuck's (laughs) going on. It could be some Uh weird ass fucking person just following you any day. (laughs) Good night, Natalie. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Three, two, one, ghost.
1: Thanks for listening to our episode on It Follows. If you'd like to follow us like a sex curse in the night, you can find us on Instagram at 321ghostpod. We're very active on Instagram and would love to hear from you in the comments or direct messages. We would greatly appreciate if you left us a killer review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you choose to listen. You can shoot us an email to 321ghostpod at gmail.com to share your thoughts, questions, or Suggest a movie you'd like to hear us chat about. Shout out to our listener, Chris, for suggesting this film. Next week, we're continuing Kyle's favorite topic of dead pets with 1989's Pet Cemetery*. Thanks again for listening. And remember that it is definitely fucking people to death. RIP, Greg. Three, two, one, ghost.